welcome everybody. The NBA playoffs are in full swing, and it has been awesome this year. I don't know what it is, Steve Money, but is it because the fans are back? It just seems more exciting this year. And we have another big golf weekend here in Columbus, Ohio, with the Memorial Golf Tournament on the course of Jackville. Come one, come all. We'd love to have you be our guest this weekend. Welcome to the June 2nd edition of Father, Son, and Holy Sport. I'm G-Man from Ohio. That's T-Money from San Francisco. What's up, T? What's going on, G-Man? Oh, what a great tradition, the Memorial Tournament in Columbus. For the viewers yeah. who don't know, we, we live like 10 minutes from it. I grew up going to this thing, got me hooked on golf early. Oh, so fun to go there. Going to miss that this year, but what a week of just tons of great sports news this week. I mean, I'm just, I'm loving it. I'm excited to get into this episode. It's going to be a fun one. Yeah, yeah, it's, there's a lot going on, man. Hey, we got a jam-packed. 30-minute show for y'all today. We have Ross v. Ross for you, where we battle the topic of which NFL coach is on the hot seat. And we have the T-Ross chug and chant for you. T-Money woke up Clipper Nation last week with his chant, this week it could be you. And we're going to give you some big picks tonight that can help you win some cash. And one of our fun segments... We try to stump T-Money in the wound-wise trivia of the week. T-Money, I got it for you. All right. Uh, question you, you can think about. Uh, Naomi Osaka, the tennis star, was the 15th highest paid athlete in the world last year, yeah. male or female, bringing in over $55 million. You name any one of the top three on the list. All right. That should be easy, man. That All should right. be easy. I'm giving you, I could have said number one. I'm giving you any one of the top three. Okay. Okay. You tell me who's bringing in the cash, man. <laughs> hey, y'all, if you like what you're seeing, go and like and subscribe us on YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, all the platforms. T Money's got us out there. Look for our name at Father, Son, and Holy Sport. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to subscribe. Let's get into it. The Ross rundown here. First thing we got to talk about, Anthony Davis out with a strained groin. Huge loss for the Lakers here. Not expected to be back for this series. Now, I mean, I'm not even worried about them winning the title at this point. G-Man, can the Lakers even win this series if Anthony Davis isn't there? Yeah, well, they're in deep trouble right now. And you know that. And that was your pick last week. You better pull something out of the hat, team money. But I think it depends on CP3. If CP3 is not healthy, this thing is even. This thing is even. In fact, probably favor the Lakers. If CP3 plays, then the Suns are favored. Yeah, what do I you mean, think? He, he, he did have that hurt shoulder. He played. He looked okay. The Lakers are favored tonight in L.A., but I, I don't think they can win. Anthony Davis, two back-to-back 30-point gains. He's an all-defensive player. Last night, two starters, KCP and Dennis Schroeder for the Lakers, combined for a total of zero points. LeBron yeah. is getting them open looks. Lakers have the most open three-point attempts in the playoffs right now and they're shooting 23 percent on those yeah. you got to be shooting at a higher clip than a regular three-point percentage on those wide open threes and they're not even doing that role players aren't stepping up lebron james seems to have no help i think this is going to be lebron james's first ever first round series loss 
I'll tell you what, whoever gets through this series, I think goes to the West Finals. I think they're going to beat Denver or Portland. Whoever wins this one. Uh, They're going through to the finals. Uh, So it's a big series, and it'll allow people to rest maybe a little bit. If they get through this and rest up a couple days, Mm -hmm. I don't know, that might help. Uh, But whoever wins this really is in good position. No, I Uh, totally agree. I totally agree. What else you got, man? How about that West Conference really going crazy out there? You're you're out there sitting in the West on California. You get all those late night games, man. I'm falling asleep by the time those come. And I know I, know I missed your next topic with, with Dame out there. I missed the whole show. Oh, my God. I mean, I was texting everybody and their mother here just because I was watching one of the best playoff performances I've ever seen, screaming in my clawfist here. I mean, it, this was <laughs> insane. This guy had 55 points in a loss, which is like the top three in a playoff loss ever, top 10 playoff points ever, most threes ever in a playoff game. The guy went 12 for 17. He had a three to send it to overtime, step back, three to send it to double overtime, step back. I mean, it was amazing only to lose. His team goes a combined oh, one for 19 in the combined overtimes. All right. Yeah. I here's my question yeah. for you, Gary. Does Dame Lillard have to leave <laughs> Portland to win a championship? Oh man. Oh man. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Good question. He loves Portland, and he's the he's the fabric of that whole city. They love him, and he's such a great leader. I just think you know, get a couple more pieces around him. Uh, keep him there. That guy is the cornerstone of that team. And you're right, he did everything. I mean, the guy oh. set so many records in one game, but they did not win the game. Really, their defense did not come through. They got to pick up their D, man. Denver yeah. made 23 pointers for the second time in the series. They can't let that happen. Denver has scored 130 points for every 100 possessions. So that means they're scoring every time they get the ball, essentially, scoring yeah. at least one point. Uh, so they got to get the D going. Also, it's not just that. And, you know, Jokic. Uh, he was effective, man. He made 38 oh, points, had 11 rebounds, had nine assists, had four blocks. He had a steal. He had just two turnovers. He won his game. Jokic really is showing why he's the MVP. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was – he played great. And But, I mean, I've never seen Dame on a level like that. I've never watched a game like that. I mean, that was he, – he just would not miss. It was unbelievable. But here's the thing. You're right. It's, an, it's about defense. And they have not surrounded him with the talent at this point. They need to make moves here. And there's the thing. Portland makes a lot of moves, but they make moves around the edges. All right. To win the ship, you can't have two small guards who can't defend. And your point about defense is right there. CJ McCollum and Dame Lillard, both are offensively focused, undersized guards, and they can't play them at the same time. So I'll give it to Portland right now. You want to win a championship and keep Dame? You got to trade CJ McCollum for a legit all-star wing and sign Norman Powell and you might have a championship team, but I think Dame's got to go. He's only 30. Steph Curry's 33. This guy is 30. He's in his prime. And I want this guy to win a championship, but I don't think he will. So we'll see. Yeah, We'll see a lot of, we'll uh, see that. I mean, that was just some of the stuff that happened. See what he can do. Another bomb dropped this week or this morning that, Boston announced not only is Danny Ainge leaving as GM and president, but Brad Stevens is stepping down as head coach. And now he's going to take over Danny Ainge's role. 
I mean, yeah. a wild series of events there. I thought Danny Ainge should go for a while personally, and that Celtics were underachieving the past few years. So crazy move. How do you think Stevens is going to do as GM or president of basketball operations or whatever he is there? Well, first of all, I think Danny Ainge did a great job. I think he, I when you look back at his record as a, as a leader of that team, he made some great moves. He put together the big three, the one, the NBA playoffs. That won the championship. He put together that team. He brought in Kyrie. Now, the fact that Kyrie did not succeed, okay, you could, that, I don't know if that's Ainge's fault, but he got Kyrie to come. Uh, so the guys brought in some great people, that young talent. He developed Brown, uh, those young players that are kicking butt now. He, he brought those guys in very young and developed them. Uh, I think there's a lot of things you look back and you'll say, wow, that guy really did a great job. Uh, so I, that's my first point. But I think Stevens, he even said he was burnt out as a coach. Uh, he's the one who really wanted this. And it was probably a good time for, for both of them. Uh, I think Stevens is going to do great. He's smart. He knows basketball. He's a pro. I think he's going to, you know, get groomed into that role. Uh, so who do you think they're going to put in the role to coach, though? Yeah, I don't know. Chauncey Billups is a leader in the clubhouse. I like Chauncey. That'd be great. few things to say on this, though. Danny Ainge was gifted Kevin Garnett by his Boston Celtics teammate Kevin McHale, who was the GM of the uh, uh, of K KG's team at the time, so I'm not giving him credit for that championship. Okay, that was luck. What? And then on what top are you of that, talking about? He fleeces the Nets and gets a thousand picks, and then all of a sudden he he could be in the Kawhi Leonard stakes, and he doesn't make a move, and Kawhi Leonard wins a championship next year. He could be in the Anthony Davis sweepstakes and he doesn't make a move with all these picks he has. And Anthony Davis wins the championship the next year. He's, he's all concerned about the future and all these draft picks. He did a bad job the past few years constructing this team. And Brad Stevens is what burnt out from coaching. And so he's going to go into the president of basketball operations and general management. He's not going to get burnt out. This all seems weird to me. Okay. I don't, I don't understand it. It's weird. You think there's more to it? You think there's more? There, maybe there's more to it. I mean, I just think they wanted Ainge out. Stevens, they didn't want to be the coach anymore, but they just signed to a big contract. Kind of works. Here's my move right here. Just tell you how they do it. Kemba Walker right. to Indy for Miles uh, Turner. Then you sign Lonzo Ball in free agency. Now you got a conference finals team right there. That's how it's done, people. That's how you GM. But I'm scared. Go ahead. No, I, I, I think there probably is more beneath this thing, but I don't think it's because Angie's doing a bad job. Bad. Uh, I don't think, I think they want more. The reason they want more is because they look down the coastline and they yeah. see a team called the Nets and they're like, holy cow, we are going, th those guys could win three titles in a row. And we're going to be in the outside looking in at the New, at the New Jersey, at the New York Nets. And I think they're worried about that. They're like, we've got to make some moves. Well, I mean, they had even, some injuries this year. Not even that. They had, they had three guys injured this year. They would have a they would have, they have a great team. They have yeah. a great young team. A solid young team. I will give you that. But they're not even the top two in the conference. The Bucks are going to be better for the next five years. And the Philadelphia 76ers are going to be better for the next five years. And they I think that the created the sense of urgency. I think that's what the urgency is about. Well, they freaking better. They look around and they're behind. Yes, they are. And whose fault and is that? The president of basketball operations' fault, which is Dave. Well, hey, so we're gonna get to the Ross v. Ross, and I will take you out in that. But for <laughs> the moment, 
We're going to do the chug and chant. All right. We're going to bring right. you one of our most popular segments on the show for T. Ross to go up and do the chug and chant. T. Money's going to run up to the rooftop. See you in a bit, T. This segment brought to you by Help Me Startup. Do you have a startup or new company idea? Why not get help from the experts at Help Me Startup? Try the easy-to-use startup tools and advice to help you get moving on your way toward investment and success. Learn more at helpmestartup.co. Okay, let's go to T-Money high up on the San Francisco rooftops. It's time for the T-Ross Chug and Chip. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everyone? It's your main man, T-Money, up here on the San Francisco rooftop. Beautiful day, and I got a beautiful rant. But I got White Claw today because I had too fun of a weekend. And then I'm going to chant about Team Right Down the Road. All right. All right. So, you know who I'm coming at today? Just like I'm going to crush this can, I'm going to crush San Francisco 49ers, man. Post-June 1, you know who do you need to go at, John Lynch? You know who you need to go for, Shanahan? You need to go for Julio Jones. You know what that team is missing is an elite wide receiver. You got a great running attack. You got a great uh, defense. You got a great tight end. You got a great O-line. You got a great coach. Now give your quarterback, whether it's Lance, whether it's Jimmy G, someone to throw to. Go try to win this Super Bowl, man. You guys are one receiver away from being the Super Bowl favorites. All right. I don't care. Don't tell me I spent all my draft capital to go get Trey Lance and a boo-hoo. Boo-hoo. How about go spending it to win a Super Bowl, baby? Come on. You're right down the road right here. Don't make me have to come down there right now. Don't make me have to come down there, Niners. Gee, tell me you're on the side with me here. They got to go for Julio. Tell me what you think. And yes, T-Money, yes, okay, I got you. You're going after Julio, man. You got some credibility because you went out to the Clippers last week and all of a sudden they stepped it up. So maybe you're on to something here. You're on kind of a little mini run here. And, and Julio to the 49ers, I think that would be great. There's T-Money back. I think you're on a little bit of a mini run. You got the Clippers. Now you're going after Julio. I, I thought we might hear about Julio in the middle of our show tonight because it's, you know, it's getting close to the announcement. Uh, so, yeah, I agree. That would be a great compliment. They got Brandon Ayuk. They got Debo Samuel, who are both great. I'd love to have them both on my fantasy team. But Julio adds that proven, big, outside, fast receiver to go with guys that are smaller. I just think it would be a great compliment. What a great unit that would be. Yep, I think it would actually complete their team a lot like i said the colts were the best fit i think the niners should make the move but like i said brandon Ayuk's their best receiver and he's only a second year i mean you you get julio you get the best receiver in the game he could really make you now not only a contender but a favorite for the super bowl they had a lot of injuries last year among their receiving core amongst other people too but in the receiving core with a lot of injuries uh so you know they need some depth there I know there's a relationship with Julio and the coach have kind of played together before. So exactly that could happen, but you know, I'm not switching my pick, man. You're switching your pick from the Colts to the 49ers because you're a San Francisco native. No. I'm staying with the Patriots. I think he's going to the Patriots. I've been saying that I look on ESPN. They're talking about it yesterday about him going to the Patriots. I, I said that 10 days ago, man. I know that you the did. Patriots are the best choice. Hey, you said, I 
last Ross v. Ross, I said best fit is the Colts. I think the Niners should make the move, though. So Niner, we'll see. Niner. We'll see. I'm just, we'll see. I'm just messing with you, man. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> All right. I got to give you a hard time. Everyone. Thank you for because you're so, <laughs> you know, smart and so confident. I got to, you know, I got to challenge you Talk sometimes. <laughs> but speaking of challenge, let's go to the Ross v. Ross. Oh, yeah. And see what we got there. And our topic tonight is which NFL coach is on the biggest hot seat? NFL coach on the biggest hot seat, team money. Who do you think it is? All right. I'm going with Mike Zimmer, the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. He's been the head coach since 2014 when I was still in college. So uh, he's the longest tenured NFL head coach that has not won a Super Bowl. All right. Now, I'm not saying this guy's got to win the Super Bowl or anything like that, but I am saying I think he not only needs to make the playoffs, but he needs to win a playoff game. They didn't even make the playoffs last year. Their offense is great. Two solid wide receivers, a top five running back. People are quick to blame Kirk Cousins, but Matt Ryan was just in the Super Bowl, and he's not much less than Matt Ryan, and he is actually a very, very solid starting quarterback. Their defense is good, and Mike Zimmer's supposed to be a defensive coach, but they were horrible last year. So step up, do your job, Mike, or you're gone. Come on, man. You're going to tell me that the Minnesota Vikings coach is under pressure? Yes. Those guys, I, come on, man. You act like it's the 1960s when they used to have those great teams. They don't really they're, – they're fine with where they're at. They, Mike well, Zimmer's sad. not in the hot seat. Well, that's sad. And when I look at this question of biggest hot seat, I'm thinking – which ones are under pressure from the fans and the organization? I just don't, I okay. see some of these teams like Minnesota or like the Jets. Okay, the Jets have made a lot of moves, but if they go 500 this year, nobody really cares. They're not going to fire the coach. The coach is not going to be under pressure. So I'm not even going to pick them. You know, I'm going to pick the Dallas Cowboys, Mike McCarthy. He's under pressure. Number one, he already got fired once by Green Bay after having a winning record significant winning record yeah everybody thought that aaron Rodgers carried him he ends up in dallas and he's gotten some you know some uh passes because of injuries and dak and everything and now he's coming into his second season and you know what's he gonna do here i, I think it, is he gonna get fired no because jerry's not gonna fire him he wouldn't fire jason garrett and jason garrett should have been fired and jason was there 10 years he made the playoffs so bad three times out of 10 years and was only two and his record in the playoffs was two and three so he's not going to get fired okay but well, he's then how under does he pressure. have the most pressure Gary? he's going to be under pressure man he's going to be under pressure i totally mike disagree. mccarthy you're telling me he's not going to get fired which you're not going to get fired. under pressure that, that that makes no sense to me you could have told me yeah. matt Nagy. he was my second choice up in chicago he's got to make some moves but Mike McCarthy's not getting fired. If he goes 500, Jerry Jones is going to be excited that he's back for another year of Cowboys going to win the Super Bowl next year. You know, Jerry just wants someone that's a yes man. It's going to do what yep. he says. That's true. But he's still going to feel pressure, man. That's a cow. That's a winning organization. The fans are going to go nuts. They are. Yeah, the Jets fans accept 500. The Dallas fans do not. There's a difference. I mean, it's like playing basketball in Philly. But just, you know, they the, want the Cowboys fans are irrational. That's the problem. Hey, man, so are the Buckeye fans, but we know how to win the games. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I totally disagree with you on Nagy. I think Nagy's doing well. He led the Bears to the playoffs in two of his three seasons. 
They got now, their first division title in eight years. I'm he had a saying. great 2018. He went 12 and four in 2018. Uh, so I, I, thought, I think he's going to go. He can, I don't think he's on the hot seat at all. They got to win playoff games. And they got my man, Justin, man. They got Justin Fields, brother. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> I know you love when I bring up my favorite oh, topics. <laughs> hey, let's go to our picks, man. All right. Let's go to our picks. Last time, G-Man told you to bet the Bucks to win the conference. And did you bet them? They were 3-1. to one. You can probably still get 3-1. to one. But I told you the Bucks were the best in the East Conference. And look what's happening. The Bucks, I think, I think they're going to take these still, man, because the 76ers are hurt. So they just got to get by the Nets. And I just think they're too big for the Nets. The Nets are unbelievable offense. But the Bucks can play D, and they're big inside. I think they're going to take these. I still like my Batman. So let's go to this week's picks. T-Money, who do you like this week? Well, since you're going to brag about your picks, I'll tell you, I told Atlanta, told you Atlanta's <laughs> going to win this series and Atlanta's well, they didn't win, win yet. Series. They they're did gonna, not win yet. They're going to win tonight. Um, they're going to win the tonight. halftime score. I'm looking at my television to see the halftime score, what it is. I don't know what it is yet. I don't even know, but they're going to win tonight and win in five. So I'll take that fact that I called that. Well, one. we will talk but about that next let's, week. Let's talk about your bucks here because that's my pick this week. I'll take the bucks to beat the nets on Saturday. Nets are favored ah. minus four at home, feeling themselves. I'll take the bucks to win straight up. But if you're a little worried about betting the money line four points i'll take that in a close game great defense versus great offense and i'll take the great defense with the great offense of the bucks they also get two extra days of rest uh over the nets so extra time to rest and prepare they're hungry and they're ready to shock the world and the nets yeah yeah hey man i like your pick i like your pick i i love i respect the nets I, I love you nets i love you nets i love what you put together all right. Those three guys just are, seem like they get along so well, and their culture and their camaraderie is going to carry them, and they can play the ball on the offensive side. I just don't know if they got the full game to get past the Bucks. This is going to be a heck of a series, man. It's be an awesome one. Uh, but I like your pick. I'm going to go to the golf, oh, yeah. to the Memorial Tournament in Columbus, Ohio. The field's terrific. There's 11 out of the top 15 players in the world. And also Jordan Spieth is in there. Jordan is currently ranked 23rd, believe it or not. So it's one of the best fields of the year outside of the majors. Jack has messed with the course. Yes, Jack yes. made more changes this year than he's made in 10 years. The, the greens are going to be more firm. They're going to be more undulating. It's going to be like some of those tough U.S. Open courses yep. out here. Nine under won it last year, but I don't know if that'll win it. It could be, you know, a few people under par on Jack's yeah. course. He wants to make it difficult. So who's going to win in that kind of setting? Well, last year, John Rahm won the Memorial Tournament. Uh, he's the favorite this year. I'm not going with him. Uh, he's the favorite. You know me, Team Money, I like to come from the back, okay? I'm coming with the 14 to 1 pick. Jordan Speed, the man behind me, Jordy! Jordy to win the memorial. I like Speed there. I heard him talking oh this week. Oh, my God. He was talking about the course this week on local television. He's playing well. He likes this tournament. Jordy takes the memorial. 
All right. All right. I like Jordan Spieth a lot. We'll see if he can pull it off. You know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not that confident in Jordan Spieth. I'm sorry. He's having a solid few tournaments, but I don't know. So who are you going to go with? I mean, uh, I like JT. I like JT. Yeah. I liked him too until he let me down last week. Yeah. So John Thomas. Well, uh, John Rom's 10 to one Rory Bryson and Jordy are all 14 to one. And then we've got Colin Morikawa and Justin Thomas at 16 to one. That's who I'm taking. Okay, man. Okay. We're going to see what you got. <laughs> my long shot. I'm going with my same long shot pick that I picked before. Matsuyama. He's 25 to one. All right. I think he's going to bring it on Sunday. Matsuyama. I'm going to go with him as my long shot. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. We'll see. Right. We'll see. Riding okay. that train that you lost last time. <laughs> Wait, wait, no, I didn't lose last. He finished twenty I third. Mean, he was, he did fine. He was respectable. You know, when you he say long shot, you think he's gonna be a little higher than twenty third, Gary? Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I know that. I know, but he was in the hunt. He was doing well. <laughs> now my long <laughs> shot. Now my long shot. You know, yeah. what is your what was your long shot? Uh, I think Scotty Scheffler was top ten. He's thirty five to one. So at the memorial. But hey, let's go to our WoundWise Trivia of the Week. All right, come on. Sponsored by WoundWise IQ. It's a patented mobile imaging and analytics software app that's used by leading physicians and nurses caring for people with chronic wounds. Just download the app from the App Store and you're ready to go. Learn more at WoundWiseIQ.com. The WoundWise Trivia of the Week. T-Money, Naomi Osaka, the tennis star, was the 15th highest paid athlete in the world last year, male or female, bringing in over 55 million. Name any one of the top three. I'll name the top one, Conor McGregor. Well, you are correct, my man. How, how didn't you know that? How did you get Conor McGregor, man? You thought you were going to stump me, G-Man. And it's, I did. Uh, how did you get that? I'm just too good. Uh, yeah, and that, uh, I'm trying to think of the other two. I, I, I can general, I could probably name the top 10, but not in the right order. Now, oh, yeah. <laughs> you I can do, name the top 10. I do know okay. Dak Prescott is in there, and I want to say he's top three, but I'm not sure if he is. Well, that, that's impressive that you're hanging in there with these picks, man. Well, Conor McGregor makes, I'll give you some detail. Conor McGregor makes 208 made 208 million the last year. 208 million. Yeah. So way ahead. Dak Prescott is the top football player. 108 million for Dak sitting on the bench. Is he well, what what what's his hold on? Well, so what was he ranked overall? Number 4. Okay. I, so the other 108. two are, are And LeBron what? was number 5. LeBron was 5 at 101. So right behind Dak was LeBron. So yep. those were the top say- those were the top football basketball guys. But okay, in between then it's, them, it's Leo, Leonardo, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, and Leonardo Messi are the other guys. That's right. That's right. Messi, Boom. number two, at 126 Boom. million. Ronaldo, at 120 million. I, I could have told you the top five. Now, the highest in salary, if we're not counting endorsements, the highest salary is Dak Prescott. He's the highest yeah. salary, salary bonus and so forth. Messi second. Uh, 97-91 million. Uh, Dak Prescott, oh, Messi. I mean, yeah, but if we go by endorsements, if we go by endorsements, Conor McGregor, 180 million in endorsements. Second, Roger Federer, 84 million. 
We got LeBron James at 70. These are the guys you see in commercials. And Tiger Woods at 62 million. And not far down that list is Serena Williams and Naomi Osaka. Naomi Osaka, Naomi Osaka is actually behind Ronaldo. She made 50 million in endorsements. That's how popular she is. She was number Crazy. six in the world, male or female, in endorsements. Is that Crazy. insane? Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. That's Can't craziness, stump team man. money, though. Can't stump team oh, money. Oh, team money. Team money. I, I can't believe you, I man. ready for that, man. I can't believe you, man. That's 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 good guessing, man. That's good. Did you guessing. guess that or did you I actually knew, know it? I, I actually knew I read the article recently. You follow so. this stuff? You actually yeah. follow this stuff. Come on, hey, G. Man. It's my job. I know that. I know. You're, you should be an ESPN analyst, man. ESPN, <laughs> I don't know. You should be on one of the shows, man. You're a great analyst. Hey, we hope you all love the show. You know that we love you. Thank you to Woonwise IQ for sponsoring our trivia of the week. Thank you to Help Me Startup for sponsoring the T Ross Chug and Champ. And on our next show, we're going to get deeper into the NBA Conference Championships. We're going to break down the results of Muirfield, see if we gave you the picks that you can make some money on. And we will see you out there. You come to Columbus, Ohio. G Man will see you out on the 14th on the hill at the 14th Green, baby. If you're interested in sponsoring one of our upcoming shows, please reach out to us. If you're interested in being a guest, let us know. We're going to have some upcoming guests. Get ready, y'all. We're going to have some interviews coming up in the next month or two. And if you like the show, press the like and subscribe button at Father, Son, and Holy Sport. Team Money, have fun watching Mirfield Tourney this weekend. Oh, yeah. Can't wait to watch that. Watch some NBA playoffs. It's it, it's great weekend for sports. What a great show. What a great show. Yeah, yeah. Go low, Jordy. All right. We'll see you later.